0: This program is made possible by the giving of the God-called partners of Renner Ministries.
1: Hello, friends. My name is Denise Renner. I'm so happy that you are with me today for this program. I've got something so exciting to talk to you about, and that is, it says in Proverbs chapter 31, verse 25, that our clothing is strength and honor. You might have on a t-shirt right now, or maybe even your pajamas. I don't know what you're wearing. I'm wearing a jacket. But what we see, these clothes that we're wearing, what you see on me, that's not the real clothes we're wearing. We have on something much more magnificent and elegant and majestic than this. And that's what I want to talk to you about today. And I also want to offer to you these resources. I have a 16-part series of School of Cinderella. These are 16 classes that are going to encourage you, strengthen you, help you see the power that you have as a woman to build up your home, your relationships, whether you're single or married this will be a help to you. And there is a study guide that goes with it. And also the book, Who Stole Cinderella? I just want to give you a short testimony because these resources are so powerful. And I've been seeing these teachings over one decade touch people's lives. And here is a testimony. She says, Pastor Denise, thank you so much for these lessons. They have really touched me, but especially that Jesus took to the cross all our pain and rejection, which we've experienced our entire life and even our childhood. And I can see how that what Jesus did on the cross could liberate me from the pain that I've carried for so long. She is understanding for the first time that not only that did Jesus take her, her sin, but he took the pain of the past. He can, kill, he can heal anyone's pain that they've experienced from the past and heal your heart. That is powerful. And you're going to see that in these resources. I'm so excited to start this teaching So stay with me and I'll be right back. I'm so excited to talk to you today about this teaching from Proverbs chapter 31, verse 25. And like I've said before, I can't get past the amazing revelation of the forgiveness and the power of God that when his forgiveness comes, no matter what we've done, he can lift us up to such a place. And that's what he did for Bathsheba who wrote Proverbs chapter 31. Tradition says, She was an adulteress. She was an accomplice to a murder. She was a liar. She was a deceiver of a nation. How could God take such an imperfect woman and raise her to a place of a teacher to teach her son how to be a godly man, how to be a godly king, and to teach women through the ages how to be a virtuous woman because of the great and miraculous and marvelous forgiveness that we receive through Jesus. That is so powerful to me. But before we begin, if you need prayer, oh, please let us know how we can pray for you. We need one another in these days. And the Bible says that when we bear one another's burdens it fulfills the law of Christ. There's something that God wants to do when we pray for one another. So please let us know what your needs are. Write us or call us and we'll be right there for you. And if God's done something amazing and miraculous in your life and you want to share it with us, we want to hear about it. Well, as I told you, we're in Proverbs chapter 31 and oh, what exciting things we've learned. We've learned that we are to consider our ways, consider, make decisions, don't just do things because that's how you feel like doing them. If you get up in the morning and you're a grouch, don't just be a grouch, consider about how you're affecting other people or how you're even affecting your own self. You can put a smile on your face. You can say this is the day the Lord has made and you can be a blessing to people. How does that happen? That one small verse in this chapter, consider, just consider, think about it. We saw how amazing it is that you can take a situation that's so bad and God can bring good into it. And instead of it stealing from your life, from that situation, you can become a giver. And that's what Bathsheba was writing about. She said, if we really want to be a virtuous person, we need to learn how to give, even give out of our pain, God sees that and he's going to bless it. And boy, I want to talk to you about that today because look at this verse. It says in Proverbs chapter 31, verse 25, it says, strength and honor are her clothing and she will rejoice in time to come. Well, why would she write strength and honor are her clothing? I thought about this and I thought about that. And the verses above that are all saying t- to do difficult things. I mean, staying in there, not giving up, praying in the night, getting up early, staying with your, your product or your craft or whatever you're doing with your hands and presenting something excellent, pushing through hard times. And after all those verses, it says strength and honor are her clothing, and she shall rejoice in time to come. I thought about that, and I thought, Lord, you see what every one of us goes through. You see the difficulties You'll see the hardships. You see when women or men push through through the difficult things and do the right thing. And you say in your word that you put clothing on us. Like like I said at the beginning of the program, you might have on a t-shirt or your pajamas or I have on this jacket but God sees something different. He sees something on the inside of you that's so magnificent. It's strength and it's honor. Let me show you what the Bible, how the Bible describes you. Now, this is for a person that has pushed through, not given up, just done the hard thing. Maybe you've lived with somebody that's very difficult to live with and 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 you have to forgive and you have to forgive and you have to be patient again and, and you have to serve again and you have to believe the best again. But you keep pushing through and maybe your clothes, maybe they don't look magnificent, but I want to tell you what's happening on the inside of you. You are dressed in strength and honor. And I looked this up and it means it means beauty, comeliness, excellency, glorious honor, majesty. That's your clothing. Isn't that wonderful? Now look at this verse. It's in Psalm chapter 45 and it's verse 13, 14, 15. This is what you look like. I just want you to know the truth. We need to know the truth. We need to know that when we go through difficult things and we don't give up and we push forward and we do the very best that we can, that this is really what we look like. Look at this verse. The royal daughter, that's you, is all glorious within the palace. Her clothing is woven with gold. She shall be brought to the king in robes of many colors. The virgins, her companions who follow her, shall be brought to you. With gladness and rejoicing, they shall be brought. They shall enter the king's palace. You are... A royal daughter because of the blood of Jesus. And though you've been through difficult things, that doesn't take from you. When we push through, it brings a beautiful clothing on our heart, on our character. It's so powerful. Now, look at this verse in uh, Isaiah 61. It's verse 10 and it says, I will greatly rejoice in the Lord. My joy shall be joyful in my God for he has clothed me with garments of salvation. He has covered me with the robe of of righteousness, as a bridegroom decks himself with ornaments, and as a bride adorns herself with her jewels. I'm describing to you what you really look like, not what you're wearing on the outside, but what you're clothed with on the inside. Is that not powerful? Now, for us to really realize this, the Bible says, we to be still and know that He is God. There's so much busyness going on around us and we're so busy and we're doing everything we know how to do. We're taking care of this. We're taking care of that. We're loving this person. We're forgiving that person. We're making this plan. Busy, 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 busy. But you need to know, my friend, you need to know. You need to stop and be quiet and you need to know and recognize this glory that's on the inside of you, this majesty that's on the inside of you. Oh, I'm talking to somebody right now. You have a treasure on the inside of you. Second Corinthians four, seven says that you have this treasure in earthen vessels That the excellency of power may be of God and not of us. That treasure is on the inside of you. You are so glorious on the inside. You're more glorious than the most fabulous uh, church or cathedral or home decked with gold. You're more glorious than that. You've got jewels on the inside of you. You've got pearls on the inside of you, gold on the inside of you. The Bible says you have a treasure. Now, the fact that it's in earthen vessels, that's what's so amazing. But the glory of God is on the inside of you. And as we push through difficult things, it's like it just shines up that glory. We get more glorious on the inside because because we're pushing through and because we say, God, this is difficult, but you've given your power. I have this treasure on the inside and I'm pushing through all this difficult." things. And Lord, I receive these wonderful clothes of strength and honor that you're putting on me. Now, I just want to give you an example of being quiet because sometimes, you know, we don't want to be quiet. We're so busy. I, I, do, maybe you're a mom and you remember dressing your child and you said, would you please be still so I can get this on you right now? Maybe you did that this morning. Or I remember when my mom, she would make clothes for me and she would hem my dresses. And I was a little girl and I'd be fidgeting around and mom would say, would you please be still so that I can get these clothes on you? That's what the Holy Spirit's saying to you and me. He's saying, would you please just be quiet for a few minutes and know that I am the God on the inside of you, that you have a treasure on the inside of you, that you don't have to busy yourself every single moment of every single day. You can be quiet and you can recognize that I am God, that I put a treasure on the inside of you, that I'm clothing you with majesty with excellence, with honor, with beauty. Now, friend, I'm talking about to you what's reality. Maybe you don't see it with these eyes. We don't, but we can see it with these eyes, recognizing who we really are, who really lives inside of us. When you recognize who really lives in you, It does give you power. And God tells us to be quiet. He tells us to recognize. Well, this woman, you know, the Bible says that she, her clothing is strength and honor, that she would rejoice in days to come. Well, I want to talk to you about rejoicing because that rejoicing, that ability to rejoice is, comes from the treasure that's on the inside. And as you and I recognize the treasure that's on the inside, we can rejoice. Go with me, if you've got your Bible, to Philippians. And it's chapter. it starts in chapter 1. And the Apostle Paul in this horrible prison He's finding so many ways to rejoice. The first way he found to rejoice that he was praying for other people. It's in Philippians chapter one, verse four. It says that he prayed and he prayed with joy. So I'm saying to you today, If you're going to pray for somebody, don't pray for them with sadness. Pray for them with joy. It is a privilege for you and I to pray for somebody. What a privilege we have. And so we can be joyful about that. In chapter one, verse 18, it says, what then Only that in every way, whether in pretense or in truth, Christ is preached. And in this, I rejoice. Yes, and I will rejoice. Now, the Apostle Paul, he was choosing to rejoice, even though that the gospel was being preached for the wrong reasons, but the gospel was being preached. Here he is suffering in this horrible prison, but he tells himself, he says, you know what? They are preaching for the wrong reason, but they're preaching the gospel and I'm going to rejoice about it. And then he says, I'm even going to rejoice again. If something is being done, maybe for the wrong motives, but it's, but it's, they're doing, it's good, but maybe they're doing it for the wrong reason. We can still rejoice we could say, Praise God, the gospel's being preached. Maybe you see in somebody's motive, Oh, I know that their motive's not right. I don't know how we would know that. We can't judge people's hearts, but sometimes we do. We can rejoice. How can we rejoice? Because of that treasure on the inside of us, the way that we're clothed on the inside. With this majesty and with this excellence, with this strength, with this honor. From that place, we can say, I'm going to rejoice and I'm going to rejoice again. The Apostle Paul, again, he rejoices in chapter 2, verse 2 of Philippians. And it says, fulfill my joy by being like-minded, having the same love, being of one accord and of one mind. He was going to be joyful if people were like-minded. Well, If you have people that are around you and you're all believing or thinking the same, that's a reason to rejoice. Sometimes, friend, I'm telling you, sometimes life can be so hard, you've got to look around you and say, I'm looking for something to rejoice about. Well, if somebody's in agreement with you, stands with you, you can rejoice about that. It's powerful. Joy is powerful. And then in chapter 2, verse 17, I want to read you that. It says, Yes, and if I'm poured out as a drink offering on the service and sacrifice of your faith, I am glad and rejoice with you all. If you feel like you're being poured out, sometimes I know. I mean, I'm talking to people right now. You're maybe a single mom or maybe, maybe you've got a job. You've got, you're taking care of your family. You're taking care of your house. You're taking care of your sick parent. You're, you have a child who's sick. Your, your life is not your own and your life is being poured out the apostle paul said i rejoice that my life is being poured out that's powerful that's uh, that's powerful for you because our tendency is to say oh me what am i going to do I can't do this. This is too much. Even sometimes we get into self-pity. What does all that do? That just takes the strength and joy right out of us. But if we recognize that treasure that's on the inside of you, on the inside of me, that excellency, that honor, that strength, and we say, I know my life's not my own. I'm being poured out, but I'm going to rejoice about it. You know what that does? It gives you more strength. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We can rejoice because our life's being poured out. And the next verse is Philippians chapter four, verse four. And this was... When the Apostle Paul heard about two sisters in the Lord and he had ministered with them and they were in conflict with one another, and he hears about it and he to- tells them to get it right. And look what the Apostle Paul says about that. He says, Rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. He says, Don't get sad about this. Don't get all upset about this. He said, rejoice. And again, I say rejoice. You're saying, Denise, these are not things to rejoice about. It's not, I don't want to rejoice because my life's being poured out. I don't want to rejoice because somebody had conflict. I don't, I don't want to rejoice because I'm praying for somebody. But if you rejoice... From that place of that treasure on the inside of you, it gives you strength. It gives you power. When we do that, friend, we're recognizing who's on the inside of us. Remember when we started, we were talking about the treasure, we were talking about being still and knowing who's on the inside of you. on the inside of you is not upset about the things that are going on today, but there's a treasure, an excellency, an honor, a strength on the inside of you to deal with everything you're facing today. And that strength is clothing you so that you can rejoice even when things are difficult. Isn't that magnificent? What, speaking about a woman, what a woman to recognize that she's not knocked down by life, she's not torn down by life, she's not over in a corner crying about life. She is receiving clothing of strength and honor, excellency and majesty, which is giving her joy to go through everything she needs to go through. And friend, that is you. Oh, it's been my honor and privilege to share these truths with you. And I'll be right back with you to pray for you.
0: All of us want our relationships to grow and improve. For example, don't you want your marriage to be in better shape than it is right now? Even if things are going well, you probably see areas where it could be improved, right? In this candid 16-part series, Denise Renner hilariously and compassionately reveals areas where all of us can do better in our relationships, and especially in our marriages. Sometimes little changes make big differences. Titles in this series include, Help! My mouth is making trouble for me. Who is in control here, my mouth or me? I thought I was supposed to change it. Help me, Lord, I need to forgive. I thought I had already reached my forgiveness quota. Rick Renner says this series is so awesome. Every person will laugh their way to transformation as Denise candidly addresses areas where we can all improve. This life-changing 16 part series is available in digital or physical formats, starting at just $25. We are also offering you Denise's companion book, who stole Cinderella for just $15 with genuine warmth and candor. Denise recounts the journey of her own struggles in marriage and the unique insights she learned along the way to attaining emotional health and happiness. Your life will be enriched by biblical wisdom as Denise sheds light on your path to happily ever after and shows you right where to begin again if you've lost your way. Don't miss this special offer, the entire 16-part series, School of Cinderella, and the companion book, Who Stole Cinderella? Call the number on your screen now or go to Renner.org to order. Call or go online now.
1: We've been talking about what you are clothed with on the inside. It is so powerful. On the inside of you is majesty, excellency, honor, strength. It's all in you by the Holy Spirit, it's the treasure on the inside of you. And I want to pray for you right now. Father, I just thank you so much for that treasure that's on the inside of us, that gives us the ability to push through any kind of difficult situation, that that The presence in us does not have to bow to the circumstances and the problems of this life, but the presence in us, the strength in us, the honor, the majesty, the treasure is greater than anything that's in this world. And I pray for my friend right now by the power of the Holy Spirit to take a hold of and to recognize that power as their very own right now in the name of Jesus. Amen. Well, it's been my privilege, my honor to be with you. If you have any prayer needs, please let us know and I will see you on the next program.